Back on the Jefferson Exchange on the news and information service of JPR. I'm Jeffrey Riley. Thanks for listening. We're two days away from the year's big food holiday, Thanksgiving. It can take some work to prepare for such a big meal. Tonight, for example, is pie night at our house to make sure those are ready for dinner on Thursday. We asked listeners to share their recipes with us via email, and we posted those on the website at jeffexchange.org. Some good ideas came in, some from JPR staff, and a lot from people emailing recipes in. We brought in some people who know a bit about food to talk about holiday food. Will Smith, you know very well. He's a food stylist and the host of our Savor podcast. Will, welcome back to the studio. Nice to be in here with you again. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Nick Stevenson is manager at Dunbar Farms in Medford. Nick, welcome back to the uh, to the exchange to you. Hi, thanks for having me. So, uh, they, Will, there's really no other holiday that I can quite put up in the same ra- range as, like, focused on food, 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 all, all the way up and down the... No, and I think that's that's truly a, a uniquely American thing. And uh, I have many uh, friends who who are born outside this country, and it is one of their favorite holidays here, too, because there's no religion, there's no hot spots. It's just really sharing food with your friends and your family, and you can't go wrong. So, uh, Nick, give us a, a sample of what's going on in, in your life this time of year, because you got family and you got business, and I guess you're, you're closed down for Thanksgiving itself at Dunbar Farms? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we uh, are really, you know, blended with personal and business in my world since we most of the family lives there on the farm property so we're all close by and a lot of us help with the running of the tasting room and the farm so yeah we're all we're actually pretty happy that we're finished with grape harvest which is always a really significant time of year for us so we're in the mood to celebrate and thanksgiving is a good timing for that for us definitely so, so let me ask each of you individually then about about because you are deeper into food than the average person. So, how much room for negotiation on a Thanksgiving menu? You know, <laughs> at, at your house, uh, Nick, does it have to be like you know we have to have these basics, or can you like throw a salmon on the table with some wine and call it good? No, that's pretty traditional <laughs> with uh, the food choices for us. But yeah. we do have the added benefit of having uh, access to lots of wine. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I noticed I brought the wine in the question there, too. So, Will, how about you? I mean, you've exactly. got all kinds of, uh, of uh, food experience. I and mean, how much are you willing to vary the Thanksgiving menu? From you know, we, I, w- I was just having that conversation with a friend. You know, I would love um, – I'm not in, I'm not in charge this year. So um, – but, but, yeah, I would love to do like a, a giant roasted fish or a giant side of salmon or something just just as a break from the, from the bird. <laughs> Sounds good. So let's let's take a look at what we got for recipes, and and one of the ones that we put up actually we uh, it's it's the it's the old NPR staple that is now an NPR slash JPR staple, the Mama Stanberg's uh, cranberry relish that uh, Susan Stanberg put up there from her mother-in-law. Turns out it was a 1959 Craig Claiborne recipe in the New York Times. Uh, that so actually funny. That's where it's from. Yeah, I was and, curious. But, and, and I have to admit, for all the years, I, I didn't realize until I was reading some of the material in NPR just this morning that it's it's quite a bit of controversy about this particular <laughs> thing because it's it's <laughs> got it's got some sweet and it's got some savor. And I'm I'm not a sauce person. I like a relish, but I'm not into this relish. <laughs> just just so you know. I provided samples, so you're not into it, you're saying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was Sue Jaffe sur- was going to, you know, rub me out if I didn't mention this today, so I appreciate it. And I'm tasting it right now. It's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> but it will not be on my table. <laughs> All right. And Nick, what do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I I wasn't prepared for <laughs> horseradish and onions. But yeah, it's really really interesting. Yeah, it's like two <laughs> just two very different. Like I, I my brain sort of split on it. Right, two votes for interesting. Yeah, it kind of kind of grows on you though. It, it does, and honestly, yeah. so, you know, as a guy who just loves to like you know throw the cranberries in the pot with uh, brown sugar and water and not much else. Right. No. That, that I, this this is a this is a step apart. And if I didn't have that traditional view of cranberries, I think. I think I'd like this just fine. No, it's inter- it's interesting. Sue, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Sue Jaffe from the JPR staff who uh, who made sure that we had this in front of us. Yes. Let's look at uh, let's look at the recipes you guys brought in, and we'll let's go straight to yours, the sweet oh, potato gratin. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, do- I'm doing this on Thursday. I'm actually making scalloped potatoes and sweet potato gratin, which is on our website. It's delicious, super easy. It's just um, cream, garlic, sweet potato, thyme, salt, Gruyere. Um, and you just bake it, and it's and it's lovely. It's 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 one of my favorite things. Well, you had me at the two cups of heavy cream, the first Hello. item listed. You got to have heavy cream. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the cheese, though, right? Is it yeah. cheesy? Yeah, yeah two, two cups, cups of shredded gruyere. Oh wow! Yeah, for the top. It's, right. it's just super simple. So most of a cow in here. Yeah. So I'm doing that. I'm doing that, and I'm also doing Yukon Gold um, scalp potatoes too. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, super easy. You know, I I'll, I'll get up early and get them both in the oven around probably eight and they're done at 9.30 and they can just sit for the afternoon. So for the generations of your family, uh, Nick, is there, I mean, for the, you know, the, 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 the Stevensons, the Moss Jews, the Carpenters, is there a, is there a, a, you know, a heritage recipe that gets passed down and cooked every year, eaten or not, something you guys have to make? <laughs> yeah, well, my mother-in-law, Emily Moss Jew, uh, she always does the turkey mm-hmm. and she does a great job. She bakes it and it's always nice and moist and delicious, and we love to have that with some good uh, locally made rosé. Yes. So, <laughs> I got the wine. So there's the a wine. couple options out there that are uh, great uh, around the valley, and just get a nice dry rosé to go with uh, your your bird. We like it that way. Uh, you, so I had noticed too that that there's a, there's a fair amount of variation, Will, in uh, in turkey preparation. That, oh, uh, and you know, I, and I, you know, first I want to tell everybody you should look at these recipes because there are some really tasty looking things. But one thing I was impressed by, and something that I like to do, is to spatchcock a turkey. Mm-hmm. So you remove, and I lo- I do this with chickens too. So you remove the uh, backbone and flatten it out. So it's all about the same depth. It's all about three inches high. So the entire turkey cooks faster. All of it's going to be done at the same time. And all of the skin is fantastic. So so uh, kudos to the spatchcock turkey people. But 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 what about stuffing? You can't have stuffing with a spatchcock turkey, can you? Or at least not inside the bird. No, and you know they say that you shouldn't be doing that anyway because of foodborne illnesses. So so this is actually uh, you do your your stuffing in a casserole, and that turkey comes out really nice. And it looks actually beautiful once you separate the parts and put it on a platter. It looks great too because it's all toasty brown. Question for you. Yeah. So my sister's coming into town, and she was assigned the stuffing because yeah. she's gluten-free. Oh. And she was like, I'm not going to make you suffer through a gluten-free <laughs> stuffing. <laughs> but do you have a advice around a gluten-free options? 
No, I mean, you could do sort of a rice based Yeah, stuffing. I think a rice yeah. or, you know, yeah, not which is, orso, but rice. Which is really yeah. nice. But you could also use gluten free bread, but I worry about that steaming. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. No, neither do I. Yeah, I'd stick with like a, like a wild rice, white rice based cool, kind of stuffing with all the same flavorings. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, Nick Stevenson from uh, Dunbar Farms and Will Smith, our saver host uh, here on the Jefferson Exchange, talking about the recipes that folks sent in. So we were just talking about uh, Thanksgiving turkey, mayo-roasted Thanksgiving turkey with gravy. Uh, Cecilia Lauerman from Ashland sent that, and the recipe originally from uh, Kenji Lopez-Alt. And this is interesting, an herb mayonnaise, one and a half cups of mayonnaise. This sounds delicious. Yeah, a cup of loosely packed fresh parsley leaves. I'm, I'm a mayo guy. I could, you know, mayo can go on anything, particularly with poultry. Yeah. Um, Scallions, lemon, kosher salt, um, all kinds of fun stuff going on here. The, the gravy, and I want to I uh, move backwards into the gravy uh, column here because Roman Battaglia from the JPR News staff has a vegan gravy recipe in here uh, where you're starting with either vegan butter or olive oil. Um, and then uh, it looks like the rest of the stuff comes from uh, vegetable stock. And, uh, and some unsweetened non-dairy milk. I bet that's delicious, too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the, co- the co-op always has incredible vegan uh, gravies on the menu, and something that I haven't done in the past, but certainly I think a great little cheat for those of you who don't want to use animal products. Sounds delicious. So, uh, Nick, being in the, in the business of, uh, of selling food products and, and wine as well, I mean, what are the questions you get asked a lot this time of year by, by customers? Uh, well, yeah, people looking for locally sourced produce, and we do grow and sell organic herbs, so this is a good time of year to get some of the rosemary and thyme and sage and some of those things that might be on one of your uh, ingredient lists. Uh, and then, yeah, we keep talking about the wine, but definitely people <laughs> come in looking for some good wines to pair with uh, the food products that uh, we have out there. So we also get a lot of people coming t- to our tasting room looking for, they have fa- friends and family in town and they're looking for something fun to do maybe outside the house so that, or you know, maybe somewhere to go listen to music and Drink some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> You're open um, starting the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, right? we're closed. We're closed on Thanksgiving, but we'll be open uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I do have to mention uh, we have live music on Friday night. We have Becca McAlvage playing at 5:30, and then Saturday we have something that's pretty unique. It's our second year doing this, where we get a giant. Clark Griswold Christmas tree, holiday tree. <laughs> we put on our patio. And we have a Christmas tree lighting ceremony that we do starting at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Very sweet. Santa will be there. Nice. We also have bagpipes. Uh, wow. So there's like a music kind of piece to this. So you can bring, uh, you know, come over, sit on Santa's lap, bring your pet. You can bring your dog if you want. This is so Will. great. Yeah. <laughs> or your lizard if you have a pet lizard. <laughs> I like the National Lampoon uh, Christmas Vacation reference, the Clark Griswold yeah. Christmas tree. Yeah. Well, no, and, I, and, and I, um, Nick and I were talking before we came on. Uh, there is this sort of hesitation still, you know, post-COVID. Uh-huh. Uh, of getting together, and you know, we have so many great wineries, Dunbar Farms, uh, so many uh, beautiful places to bring your family, be able to sit outside, have some wine, drink, uh, eat some food, um, and that's what we want people to do. It's good. 
Oh, that does sound good. Um, I want to come back to the recipes because uh, we we have talked about stuffing, but kind of skipped over it because I noticed that uh, that that it is one of the things I saw in a in an informal online poll that that's the thing that people can least to do without at Thanksgiving. People really want their stuffing. Oh, I love that. I, I feel the, the same thing. way. It's yeah, fun. and we have a, a chestnut and sausage stuffing recipe that Susan Aronson from Ashland sent in with uh, uh, day old Italian bread. Um, Chestnuts, pork sausage, um, a whole bunch of herbs, uh, garlic, and celery, and all kinds of other stuff in there. I mean, will what are the things that does the, does the stuffing change the flavor of a turkey from your your perspective? Uh, I don't know, but that was that was seriously. My, my grandmother was from Idaho, and she had that very sort of pioneer way of cooking, and um, all about onions all about celery, all about butter, all about sage. And, you know, you can't go wrong with, with, with those three things. <laughs> no, especially the sage part. Yeah. Oh, my God, the best. Yeah, absolutely. I want to make sure we get to, uh, to desserts before we leave. And we did get a dessert submission from uh, Eric Newman, the JPR News Director, for a rum chocolate mousse. Um, yes, so inf- and why didn't he make that for us? Uh, yeah, good question. We're sitting here with Mama Stamberg's relish. We'll be good to have Eric's chocolate He's, mousse. Exactly. <laughs> I want the mousse, Eric. Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious, and it looks like it's super, super easy to do, which I love. And so what, what, are, the, uh, what are the go-to desserts that you guys uh, feel like you have to have at, at Thanksgiving? Uh, Nick, what do, you, what do you need on the, on the dessert table at, uh, at Thanksgiving dinner? A fruit pie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I said we're kind of traditional with the, the selection sometimes, but yeah. yeah, sure, like a nice like apple or yeah. uh, a bourbon pecan. Actually, that's not fruit, but that sounds really good, too, a bourbon pecan. It does, pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been mixing apples and cranberries uh, just to kind of zest up the apple pies the last oh, couple that's, of years. Well, yeah. that's my relish is I do cranberries, um, apple, crystallized ginger, pomegranate, and just pureed in, uh, or like pulsed in a food processor. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um, uh, Dessert-wise for me, I love to do a pear, caramelized pears, and then you fold uh, puff pastry over the top of it, bake it, and then invert it out. So it's all caramelized pears on a base of puff pastry. That does sound wonderful. Oh, that's good. Oh, why you mentioned pastry, there was a, there's a recipe in here from Sue Jaffe, also from the JPR staff, that uh, it involves... Uh, prosciutto uh, oh, pastry. I was, I was looking at that and like, I want to know where that is because I'd like to taste that too. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm yeah, having a little trouble flipping I between love the quince. papers and, and going down through the, the website, but uh, all kinds of great stuff uh, available at our website at uh, jeffexchange.org. Thanks so much to the people who sent in recipes. I don't feel like we've done you exactly full credit here on uh, on all the great ideas like Lori McLean of Ashland's Yam Puff. There's some great stuff in here, but, uh, <laughs> but thanks for sharing the recipes. We'll keep them posted for a while because, you know, if what you didn't make it for Thanksgiving, there's a few more eating holidays behind that we could probably fit those into. Yes. Nick Stevenson uh, from Dunbar Farms. What's your title now? You called yourself Farm Boy last time you were here. <laughs> yeah, that's still kind of relevant. Okay. <laughs> we'll Do that. a little bit of everything around there. So. Yes. Well, happy Thanksgiving and thanks for coming in. Thank you. Appreciate and Will, that. always good to have you back in the studio. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Eat well. Eat well, indeed. Okay, we'll put this up as uh, one of our Savor podcasts for the month. And uh, thanks to everybody for sending in recipes. Thanks to our guests. This is the Jefferson Exchange. We'll be back. Thank you.